Hello, this is our podcast for chapters 5 through 9 in Atonement. Uh, I'm Wyatt. Jeremy. Nathan. And uh, we'll start off with chapter 5. Yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This book, yeah, this chapter. Yeah. yeah, and then he woke up, and he was like, Yeah, his younger sister, sister. and I couldn't tell if he was being weird or not, but it's weird because considering the way he did his younger sister, it's like, that's really weird. Yeah. And then they started, like, he complimented her, she complimented him, and then he gave her chocolate, and I started to think that the chocolate symbolizes something, like, he was handing out chocolate to all, like, the females. Like, that that chocolate to them? Yeah, it's like a messed up fantasy. Yeah. It was very odd, <laughs> odd chapter. Yeah, he has a dirty mind. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, chapter 6. Hey, uh, chapter 6, basically, this entire chapter is uh, a mom having a migraine. She was in bed. Pretty much thought about a bunch of things like, uh, like her children and how. Uh, Kind of, kind of, kind of, not famous, but they're kind of like. It's like worried for them. Like she's not getting anything done. Yeah, yeah. She also like kind of thinks about her sister, the one that had the breakdown, and kids. And I said, uh, I said, the migraine she had during this week after represents pain. Struggle is basically a single mother with no home. I said that the migraine, I said that she's like always worried about everyone but herself. And she's like, that's where I got the migraine came from. She was like, too stressed and she just started worrying about herself. Yeah. Is Emily? That's not their mother. Emily's their mother. I'm so confused. Yeah, Emily's her mother. Is Emily like the aunt of the cousins? Emily's. Yeah, and then yeah, her sister has Jackson yeah, and yeah. these are the that cousins. Mom, that mom's out of the picture, correct? Okay, all right. I thought I wrote everything wrong. Then. <laughs> all right, all right. Keep going. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> all right. 
second question? Yeah. yeah. Alright, and I said, uh, is it the migraine that makes her feel like her or does she actually feel like this? Um, I think it can just be all the stress that's coming down on her because she has like no one else to blame it on. So all the all the pressure and anything that goes wrong with the kids goes directly towards her. There's no one else to put anything on. So like both yes and no, I guess. So for me, I have my chapters, chapter seven. So it starts over with Brioni like outside, basically like frustrated at herself because she, cause she couldn't write a good story, I guess, and no one, she's really frustrated at this point. She starts hitting, she starts destroying stuff like the forest, like some forests and bushes. And then Leon walks by, right past her and then she like ignores him and just walks straight to the bridge. And then like she sits there and the, probably the bridge is like a symbol because like she wants to move forward from becoming a writer. So, so basically that's it. So one of my questions is, if Brioni had more inspiration to become a better writer, could she have wrote better stories? Like, wrote a better like. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Yeah. So you have to work with what you're given. Yeah, it's just proven, yeah. And then my other one is, does the feeling of really not being able to become a better writer indicate that she wants to move on or still wants to improve her skills so she can become a better writer? So it's like, so does this feeling of really not being able to become a better writer indicate that she wants to move on or she still wants to improve her skills? I don't think she wants to move on, but she really has no choice. Cause like she's only, she's really so old, so it's not like she can really believe in herself that much. Like she kind of yeah. relies on her family, and they're not doing much. So yeah, like she has no choice but to move on. She doesn't really want to. Yeah. And that's I think it. her family yeah. hating on her is giving her no, no choice but to move on. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Her family's giving yeah, her yeah. a time. And that's all I have. Alright, so uh, for chapter 8, it starts off by uh, Robbie acting like a weirdo, thinking about Cecilia, and then swimming in the fountain. Or not swimming, but they got undressed to go look for the broken parts in the fountain. And then Robbie starts to think of Cecilia more than just a friend because they've been friends for like best friends for a whole long time and uh, he's starting to get attracted to her because she's starting to become more of a woman yeah, yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, he then decides that he wants to show how he feels towards her but he feels like telling her in person would be the wrong thing to, for too fast to do so he decides to write a letter and <laughs> what? Oh, it's a really dirty letter. Yeah, as he writes this letter, he feels that he needs to make one that's sexual and one that's not sexual. And then, uh, <laughs> he's really creepy. And then, uh, he decides to give the letter to Brian. I don't know how to say it. That's the, I think that's the next. What? Brian? Brian? Yeah. Alright. Brian? Oh. So he just. He decides to give the letter to Bryony, not knowing that it is the sexual one, which is the one he not intended to give her. Yeah, he yeah, he, yeah, I felt like, yeah. 
Yeah, he tried to get her back. Yeah. But there was nothing to do because she was already gone and nowhere to be found. So, my question was that. question is, why do you think that uh, Robbie writes two different letters for Cecilia? Um, I think it's because he's kind of weird. So you have to, like, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to mess it up, I feel like. Yeah, he doesn't want to mess up his one shot. Yeah. I feel um, like, yeah. How does he mix them up? Like, yeah. you have one that's yeah. strictly I know. inappropriate. Yeah, that's yeah. One that's yeah. yeah. Especially if you're, like, really yeah, like you're yeah. trying to impress her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what effects do you think it will take with the sexual one from the first? Well, she liked it. I was like, what the heck? That was so weird. I was like, I was like, oh my god, that's so weird. That's I know. So weird. That was one of my questions, actually. Why did it take like that weird letter? You're like, oh yeah, like I like it. <laughs> 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 and uh, do you guys want to do chapter nine? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, chapter nine. For chapter nine, I felt like it started off with. Uh, Cecilia was just full of frustration. Yeah, trying to find a dress. Yeah, just yeah. ladies being ladies when they're trying to look good. <laughs> oh, when it comes to ladies. <laughs> um, um, and then I think her family shows like wealth and just rudeness because like they have servants which already shows their wealth and then to yell at the servants because they don't like the food that they're making or like that sort of thing that just that just yeah that shows rudeness and like how they're privileged and they don't know how to treat people correctly and, She just runs away. She's like, she's like, she doesn't answer anything. Yeah. 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 And then she's, and then she doesn't answer anything. Yeah. And then uh, she tried to keep questioning her, and then Paul walks into the house and starts talking to the guests, and she's like, Oh my gosh. He's like, It's purple. <laughs> it's dinner. It's gonna be amazing. Thing, I pulled out the Axis Communion one with the chocolate. 
but I'm not sure what the Pachama means yet, so that's just what I pulled out, so I guess we'll find out later, but that's what I found. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a strange connection, but uh, for TV or a movie to the book, I felt like Like Mike was a very good connection because like. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, like. <laughs> Just listen, just listen, I thought it works. All right, because Mike, who is a foster child, who has dreams of becoming something that he knows, that he thinks can't happen, and then one of his teammates adopts him to show that father figure in his life because his parents made that mistake of not giving him one. Just like Emily takes control of her sister's mistakes because she can't handle it. I want to watch the movie though. It works. For me, I chose um, it's a symbol from Powder Tree Literature like a Professor. For um, the symbols, it's the bridge where she's sitting down and thinking that she'll have hope and probably move on like from a so she if she walks like straight yeah. yeah yeah Thirties, World War, yeah, 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 yeah World War. Yeah. Like, yeah. like in Pride, like in Pride and Prejudice, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was in like seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. That was different. Though. Robbie's having these weird, uh, Robbie's yeah. having these weird fantasies and... Yeah, and Cecilia for some reason likes that. I have a feeling yeah. that Robbie's going to turn out to be a bad character. Yeah, I feel like he's going to do something really bad. Yeah. Although, the, I think that, I think at the... I think in the, I think that in, I think in the next four chapters are going to be like, the, 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 the scenes, you know, the... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Let's just say like they do it and then someone sees them basically. 
Oh, like they're gonna have sexual And then relations. someone, yeah, then someone, yeah, someone might see them. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah they're really weird. Yeah, you're right. Paul is Paul is like the weirdo. The weirdo. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that, that's all. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.